Like having yeah. breakfast. No, I kind of feel like that now, except like. Do you want me to hide the screen so you can't see it? No, it's fine. I was just staring at the wall like a weirdo, trying to tell myself to go to bed last night. Last night, Alan, you're so excited about your week, which is weird because we've already recorded for your week. So this is like this fucks with the space time continuum right now. I know. I feel like. I'm... Because this is technically, we're recording we're recording it after, but it's going to air before. So, right. I already talked about how I met you and everything. So Did you? Yeah, I when? did. When we recorded last week. Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. so that's going to air next week on how you and I met. But if you like to give your version of it, I mean, we can see if it matches up. I wasn't sure because I saw the picture on Instagram and it was just Mel and Tessa. So, I thought, well, well maybe Leah wasn't there. Or... I was, but the picture wasn't good. <laughs> I didn't like the picture. Totally legitimate. I should introduce you. (laughs) Do you see how this really goes with me? It's like when we talk, we just go into it and then we're like, shit, we've got to say the podcast. I'm going to try not to snort. Okay, you don't have to do that. So, all right. Hi, this is Leah. This is, uh, hey, lady listeners. (laughs) Tessa normally does this part. But um, this is Leah, the Leah half of Alexa Riley. And I'm here today with Abby Knox. Hello. Hey, so we're featuring her book next week, Dr. Dave. Yes. So we have that next week. Yes. I had a question mark on the end of that Dr. Dave because I couldn't remember yes. what the name of it was. <laughs> so yeah, so we're featuring that on Read New Remix next week. And so we decided to take a week off during Thanksgiving break because we noticed last year during the holidays, the listens were really, really way down. And we're like, because it's it's moms and women who listen yep. to the show and they're busy as fuck doing shit. So anyway, so we decided to take a week off from the book so that you don't feel pressure to try and catch up or fall behind or whatever it is. But I thought this would be kind of fun little little snippet to sneak, kind of just put in during Thanksgiving week to see if anybody does want to listen this will be out there for you. Okay. I'm going to stop nodding my head while you talk because nobody can hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. That happens a lot when we, when the three of us record normally that people just nod. And I'm like, say something. <laughs> you have to respond. Otherwise, my jokes lay flat. <laughs> they just land there. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited and honored. And yeah. Well, like, do you feel fancy? Fancy. <laughs> so fancy and tingly. Do you feel fancy in my office with my Harry Potter Christmas tree? I do. Uh, your Harry Potter Christmas tree is it's very... Um, large? It's very large. It's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel very blessed. <laughs> but also nervous because it's highly Slytherin-biased. That's some bullshit because that's, <laughs> that's not how you should feel at all. You should feel really thankful that you get to sit next to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, the owl's making me feel better. Oh, okay. The birds, yeah. And I'm a Ravenclaw. I was going to say, so. your Ravenclaw's not really represented. No, I don't much. see any. I'm, I'm so sorry that that's, that's right. not there for you. Sorry, but. there's enough birds to make me feel comfortable. 
I'll be all right. Well, <clears throat> welcome to one third of the Read Me Romance podcast <laughs> studio. Um, do you want to talk about how we met? Sure. I'll just see if it lines up with what I said. And go. <laughs> <laughs> I just want for first time preface. This is a good thing for all of our lady listeners to listen to this week when you all have relatives in your home. Oh yeah. With all that <laughs> bullshit, to just go into your room mm-hmm. and hide in the closet and just listen to your friends. <laughs> okay. How did we meet? So. I feel like it was maybe January, February 2017. Yeah. Yeah, it was right after the election. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this is the cardigan that I wore for about three weeks after the election. (laughs) And I didn't leave my sofa. Uh Uh-huh. The depression cardigan. I call it the cardigan of doom. (laughs) When I finally got up and, yeah, it's really sad, actually. I I can laugh about it. I know. I'm glad you're wearing it today, though. Well, I'm wearing it as it's my security blanket. Oh, okay. So, you needed that today. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's why. Because I was feeling, I went for a walk, and I wore my husband's um, zip-up hoodie, and I couldn't zip it up around my big old hip. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I feel really self-conscious walking around my town in this thing, but um, it's fine. So I went home, and then I'm like, I'm just going to put this on and make myself feel better. But anyway... It's beautiful. Thank you. I still love it. I'm never getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's all full of chills and, and how, like how all the all the babies tore all the buttons off Aww. when they were babies. So I don't care. Okay, so how we met? Oh, uh, we were in. We just happened to be in the same private Facebook group. Was it Pantsuit Nation? I don't remember yeah. what it was. Something like that. Something along those lines. And yeah. There was some weird transition between. Uh huh. That from Pantsuit to a local group. A local yeah. one. Uh-huh. And then I was just on there, and I saw, I saw some lady say, "Hey, is anybody in this town or this county? I just need someone to talk to." Is about. that how I sound? <laughs> Like turn I, southern real quick. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. I thought because well, so you know cute. I grew up in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. My husband makes fun of me so hard because my accent changes all the time. Of course. Because I lived in the Midwest. I grew up there, and not just Midwest, outside of Chicago. So I've got that going on. That going on. <laughs> but I lived in Iowa for ten years, so it sort of flattened out. And then I lived in Texas for seven years, so then I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Say I'm I'm fixing to go get some barbecue, <laughs> and then we moved back to Indiana, and then we came back here. When we came here, mm-hmm. and this is a whole different kind of Southern accent. So, but sometimes if I'm talking to you or you know somebody who grew up here, anyway, he'll just laugh at me because my accent changes depending on who I'm talking to. And when I'm talking to my dad on the phone, it's all. It's like the bears. <laughs> Is it really? hundred percent. He's like, you sound like a scary Chicago girl. I'm like, yeah, don't mess with me. That's right. I'm going to mess you up. So then, no, I was doing a meek version of your voice because I didn't know who you were. Oh, that's true. So I was reading yeah. and I was like, I think I'm going to talk to my that's me. So, and then I commented, and then do we DM back and forth a little bit? I think and then so, yeah. We, then set we, up, met. we set up a time we met. We met for coffee, and we pretty much hit it off right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you told me, you told me what you did for a living, and I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And then, um, so I sort of started picking your brain a little bit, and then I had tried writing romance 
and um and I under a totally different pseudonym and um and then I realized that that's terrible and I <laughs> I did it all wrong so I took it down and it will never ever again through the live day and that's fine so but it's amazing now yeah well yeah it's crazy but yeah mm -hmm. all right so oh we're gonna get to this oh wait let me get my columns oh okay I got, I got no, you're first. all right so I've said that we should interview each other. I mm -hmm. think I thought it would be fun to see uh -huh. what kind of questions we would come up. And I said to keep it light so don't be anything heavy. <laughs> okay. What I'm gonna start. So what show are you currently watching? What do you, what show are you obsessed with right now? Um, well, is it a show does it matter if it's a show that I've already watched all the way through and I have I've No, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to watch. Well, then it's definitely Shit's Creek. I knew you were going to say that. I have tried to watch this show, uh -huh. and I cannot get into it. Oh, okay. So, what, okay. at what point did it, like, did it get you from episode one, or did you have to have to, like, get into it? You know what? I think, well, Catherine O'Hara had me from episode one, mm -hmm. but also Dan Levy. Yeah. He's I love just, him. I love him. That character is so... I don't know mm -hmm. what it is. He's just very. I think Tessa described it before too. Yeah. He just has yeah. This, or maybe it was you. I don't. I don't know. know. He just has this charm. He just. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I. I feel like I make those faces at my husband all the time. <laughs> like I am not interested mm -hmm. in any of that. Mm -hmm. And so, and I do the voice all the time. I just like crap. I do voices all the time. It's really <laughs> embarrassing for everyone, <laughs> including myself. Yeah. I just. Just. I don't know. It just really grabbed me right away. Like, I've never seen anything like this. But then I think what really sucked me in was the very gradual changes in mm -hmm. characters over time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the next season, they started to get a little bit more attached, despite themselves, to the, the local Yeah, people. yeah. Um, That's what I keep hearing. They're like, you you got to keep going. Like, you've got to give it a fair chance. Yeah. And so I'm almost through season one, and I'm still, like... Um, I hate to say this about Chris Elliott because mm -hmm. he is, you know, he he is hilarious in his own right. But um, sometimes I have to fast forward through the Chris Elliott scenes. Oh, okay. Because the character he does it too well, and he's so annoying <laughs> and so um cocky mm -hmm. in a way that is unearned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I can't handle it. And I think maybe because I know too many people <laughs> yeah. like that just grates on me and so I just sometimes I just fast forward through all of his scenes and that makes it better mm -hmm. well you know but I think it's also one of those things it's like the office where you know I'm just so obsessed with it and I love it every even the bad parts I love but I could see how someone would find that very slapstick humor mm -hmm. and you know, that you would get so annoyed by Steve Carell, like, you just wouldn't be able to enjoy some scenes. Like, mm -hmm. I can see how that would translate. And I feel like, for me, Shit's Creek might be that way. Like, maybe it's just too predictable. Okay. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just not giving it a fair shake. But I keep trying. I'm going to I'm gonna cheat. I'm going to get through the first season. Okay. Well, do you already know, like, what happens with... No, I don't know anything about okay. it. Okay, well, I don't, I don't want to say too much, but just the way that David's character... Changes. Yeah. I'm just so in love with okay. season, like the end of season three and through the rest of it. It's just, oh. yeah. Like sometimes I just fast forward just to watch his 
scene. His moment. Gonna, I'm gonna okay. Blurt, I'm gonna blurt it out. Don't. It's so good. All right. Do you want to ask the question now? Okay. Or do you want me to? Okay. Keep going. We'll okay. Just, we'll just do this five. Whatever. No. How I feel like this is a little too woo woo, but um, because you had you asked very good concrete question and uh, okay. <laughs> This is very much our relationship. Though. Well, I'll ask you a direct, concrete question. You're like, "Fuck," and then you'll turn around and you'll ask me something like, "What's the meaning of life?" Like, it's very existential. We're like, "I don't know." Okay. Describe a recent thing that made you laugh so hard you cried. Oh shit! Oh, I know there was a moment recently. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so that, it's not supposed to be funny, but it killed me. So my husband and I were talking about masturbation, and, and he was like, we were talking about toys and stuff like that, and I'm like, well, you know, I tried this one and this one. He's like, well, when did you try it? And I'm like, the other day. And he's like, well, how often do you do it? And I'm like, I started laughing, and I was like, I don't know, how often do you do it? And he's like, that's not a fair question. Because at the time we were we were super busy. We'd been traveling and we were like kids and all this stuff. And it was like several days where we hadn't been intimate. Like there was a long gap. I say several days. It was much longer than that. It was a long gap in our, our drive spell. Okay. And he's like, Well, you shouldn't be masturbating if we're not having sex. Really? And I laughed until I fucking cried. I fell on the fucking floor. I was like, get out. No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Like, you're crying. Like, I'm serious. Like, that's how funny that was to me. Oh my god, that that still makes me laugh so hard when I think about it. Like, you're not supposed to be doing that if we're not having sex. Oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> and then the fact that I was laughing so hard, he didn't I'm, really I, appreciate that at all. <laughs> I'm that gift right now with that lady looking at the math problem. Yeah, <laughs> we're like trying to decipher, like, but if you're hitting it, it's not compute. Yeah. If you're hitting it, then you don't. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that's not how any of this works. That is hilarious. That's pretty good. I know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, this one's sort of sweet, okay. but uh, what are you thankful for this year? <gasps> Don't say family and kids and health. That doesn't count. No, you something else. Because everybody's thankful that's for that. That's understood. I know. That's um, understood. Okay. This might sound a little too... Well, you know, I don't care if it sounds superficial, but I'm really thankful for Lizzo right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's the, like, combined with... It's a broad statement. A broad Lizzo. statement combined with therapy, mm -hmm. combined with just being okay with myself, taking up space, mm -hmm. and kind of... I'm not going to say I have stopped apologizing mm -hmm. as a woman, for breathing, but I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm really finally um, being okay with who I am, and like, well, I think I told you. Well, no, I think I, <laughs> I think I told everyone on Instagram last week about how I found all of my um, my food journals. Oh my god, I saw that. Like, I felt that in my gut because I yeah. knew what that was like, and I'm like. I'm just like, and I said, fuck that noise. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. It's really crazy when you find that 
and when you're looking for something else, and then you find all of this. Well, no, for, no for those who didn't see it on Instagram, what was okay. it? So, well, I was looking for a story idea, and I was looking for it through my stack of pretty, pretty notebooks. And then I realized, I was looking through them, and I'm like, the first 20 or 30 pages of every single damn one of them was me writing down my food mm-hmm. and policing myself. And what did I, did I exercise today? Did I eat this? And, you know, everything. And it, it doesn't matter which plan it was, like, I've been mm-hmm. through diets, eating plans, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I thought, why am I wasting so much mental energy and time yeah. writing this down? This is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm not doing that anymore. So I love still, it. I, I also love much. the thing that you posted when it said, stop breaking yourself into small pieces for people. Yeah, but that wasn't me. Whoa, was it not? No, I told you that. Oh, okay. I was like, um... I saw it on Twitter and I can't remember the account, but I will share it again because I know I, I know I took a picture of it because it was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Stop stop breaking yourself up into smaller pieces. Oh no, no, I can't remember. It stop. was for people to yeah, stop. swallow. That yeah. was it. Stop breaking yourself into small pieces. Let them choke. Yeah, let them choke on the whole thing. That's it. And I was just like, like yep. when you said that, I was like, damn, that's mm-hmm. really fucking good. Yeah, so that is kind of that it, it all kind of fits into the whole Lizzo philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. I love that. So yeah, that's some, that's an awesome thankful for. All right, do you want to go next? Okay, hold on. Okay, tell me about a weird internet rabbit hole that you've gone down recently that kept you awake for too long. <laughs> oh my god! It doesn't have to be weird. It yeah, be. just be something that like made me obsessed. I don't know. I'm. <sighs> Shit, like, what was the last thing I researched? I don't know. I was trying to think about, like, what if I looked up, oh, let me look at my search history, because I know I looked, oh, shit, I know I looked up something the other day that I was like, oh, fuck, I need to save this, so I remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what it was. Maps of Romania. Because, (laughs) so, I was, uh, so I was by myself downstairs. My husband had gone to bed early. And so I had the big TV and the big couch all to myself, like, and it was only like 8.30. I know, it was amazing. (laughs) So I was laying on the couch and I decided to watch like a Hallmark Netflix type of Christmas movie. So it was called, I want to say A Prince for Christmas. It came out in 2017, but they had a, they have a sequel that came out last year. Yeah, I know. I know okay, where she's like a journalist mm-hmm. and she goes to the castle. So mm-hmm. I looked up that castle because I was like, where is that? It's so beautiful and it's in Romania. And so then I started looking up what had traveled into Romania. I looked up flights. I wanted to see how much it was. Sure. Like, how much does this cost to get me from this goddamn castle? Absolutely. And then I realized, like, it's next to, now I'm terrible with geography, but I want to say Syria. And I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I decent with the geography. I don't know. know. Serbia. It's oh, next to Serbia. That's scary. So it's like I don't I don't know how it is to travel to that area. I think it's fine. Is it? Okay. All right. I know it's like it's you know, it's it's near some stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> but then I was like, but that's the rabbit hole I went in for like two hours. Wow. I was looking up places to stay in Romania wow. and like how to travel there and, and what I would do, the other castles, like where what else could I see in Romania? No, probably some vampire stuff. I know, right? Yeah. Like, that would be some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read the book The Historian? 
It's like, Wait. it came out kind of after the Da Vinci Code, around I that time. think I did. Oh my god, it's all about, like, Romania and, and stuff like that. I think it's <laughs> Hungary. the book club thing I did, like, way before. This was way along, this would have been, like, in, like, 2000, like, three, four, it would have been a while ago. I think I did. But anyway, so that, that had me thinking about that, too, when I read it, so. Mm -hmm. All right, my next question. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part about writing? Oh, okay. It's easy to say the hard stuff. What's your favorite part? Okay, my favorite part is after I'm done with my first draft, and then I go back and read. Is this actually writing or is this editing? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. And going back and reading it and then getting, like, excited for what I'm reading. Yeah. Like, oh, this is actually good. Oh. Like, I would read this. I like, love that. Yeah. So. Do you ever go back and reread your book? After they're published? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't either. I can't. Oh, I can't. I because I think about all the changes I would make. Yeah. And I have done that, too. And I'm like, I can't do that to myself. Because I have done, I have um, gone back and changed things yeah. in my um, file and then mm -hmm. re-uploaded it. Oh, okay. Because I thought, this is a bad choice I made. Oh, and okay. Just, and it, it only took, like two seconds mm -hmm. to make that change. Like, it was a really dumb decision that this character made, and I think this is probably yeah. pissing people off. Uh -huh. I really shouldn't think about that, but I really, it was nagging on me for a few weeks. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm just, it's not that big a deal. I could just take one sentence and then re-uploaded it, and so I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm okay with that, but I try not to do it too much. Okay, your turn. Hold on. Do you think we should all just listen to Chrissy Teigen and give up turkey and roasted chicken instead? Fuck yes. I said that yesterday. Like, mm -hmm. I hate turkey. I, why the fuck <laughs> do we have turkey? It sucks. You spend all day cooking this thing, and if not, it's just okay. Like, yeah. I'd rather have chicken. I said that yesterday to Kevin. I was like, why don't we have chicken? I'm coming around. And he's like, well, it's tradition. It's good if you... And he wants to smoke it, and I'm like... Yeah, I've had fried turkey. It's good. I've had smoked turkey. It's good. I've had baked turkey. It's good. But have you ever had fried chicken? That shit's dope. Like, come on. You know, like, like you can't compare the two. Or I'm like, I'm sorry. Have you had prime rib? Because that's delicious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you do? You guys still do turkey? Yeah, I'm okay with not doing a turkey, but. And my parents are at my house right now, um, which is why I'm more than happy to be here. <laughs> but dad is very traditional, and I'm going easy on him because I've taken Tessa's advice to heart. So I'm trying to, like, make most yeah. of my time. And he's yeah. like, I'm a turkey. And he's having a hard time, too, because there's been a lot of illness on that side of the family. Mm -hmm. So we talked about it. And it's only going to be the six of us, my family and my parents. So I should I, how about I just get chicken, roasted chicken, uh, turkey breast, just buy one yeah, of turkey breast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to get a turkey. Okay, let's get a teeny tiny turkey. Yeah, he's like a 10 pounder. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think if that's, a, I don't know if that's a thing, but, mm -hmm. all right. That won't fit in my oven. What? The 10 pound turkey, I don't think it'd fit in my oven. Because I have the side by side of them, yeah. like the, one of them small, like you can't, like a nine by thirteen fits in my oven, and that's uh, about it. Okay. They won't. I, I can't fit a dish much larger than that. Well, on one side. Oh. Okay. Well, then. So, so how do you cook the turkey? We're smoking it. We oh, smoke right, it right. on the grill. Oh, okay. Oh, we have like one of those green egg smokers, and it's really good. Yeah. But again, 
I'd rather just have like barbecue. We're gonna fire up the smoker. Like, let's have some ribs. You know? Yeah, yeah I agree. Fuck the pilgrims, anyways. Well, really, <laughs> really, I know. All right, is it my turn? Um, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, favorite holiday tradition, and I know we talked about it. How you and I both don't really get to spend holidays with our families. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're sort of, and maybe that's why we bonded so well because mm-hmm. we're little islands who've sort of bumped into each other here. Mm-hmm. So. What's your favorite holiday tradition, maybe with your immediate family? Okay, so not of the past. Or, yeah, I my mean, larger family. Give, me, give me whatever. I'll take both. Okay, I'll give you my really stupid family, tra- ancient family tradition okay. that I miss. Will that, will that work? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, because I don't really know if I, because I have, like, my favorite things that I do on Christmas with just the four of us. Yeah, yeah. With my, my extended family back up near Chicago, <laughs> we used to get together with 40 or 50 of us, because my mom is one of 10 kids, and so I've got, you know, a couple of dozen first cousins that I grew up with, and they're all insane, and so we used to get together on Thanksgiving, and it was all day, we would come home, <laughs> Yeah. we would get up and go to whoever's house it was, whoever's turn it was to have mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, we'd go there, there'd be like desserts and cookie table mm-hmm. and snacks and mm-hmm. we'd all eat that and then we I don't know dick around and then we eat our <laughs> Thanksgiving meal and we're already so you ate you ate dessert first pretty much ate well I don't I, I just feel like these are these people are food pushers oh okay. so they, yeah <laughs> did you notice how my voice went up uh, <laughs> Moments, but it's also really fun. So somebody rolls the dice, 
And then when you roll doubles, it's your turn. So what you do is one person starts, and then the other person to the left of them puts on the other mitt, puts on the Santa hat, and races to unwrap the box. You have to unwrap it and then open it up and take the money out. But while you're racing to do it, somebody's rolling dice. And as soon as they roll doubles, it's their turn and they take it from you. So then the next person, it goes down and down and down. So somebody's always rolling. Somebody's always trying to open it. And it goes around the table. And it can go really fast, too. Like the dice, like the, the box will exchange really, really fast. Because as soon as the doubles hits, it's like they yank it from you. Put on the mitt, put on the hat, rip open the box. But, like... My dad's sneaky, and he does, like, four boxes. So it's, like, a box and a box, and they're all wrapped, and no, they're all taped. and it's terrible. Like, and, it's, and, like, we got, one year we started, like, punching it on the table, and, like, we busted my mom's table, and she's, like, no more punching. Like, like you can't, yeah, like, you should, like, you can't punch the box. You have to rip it open. And so the best part is I tried to, like, position myself next to my brother, who was really strong. So, like, he would rip it, and then I'd roll the dice and then grab it wrong. So. So that was always like our fun, like that we still do those. Our fun family money things. Like, no, uh, our gift exchange. You would definitely have the cops call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice because usually it's couples that play. You know, it's my husband, and I, my my brother, and his wife. Okay, so there's no kids. No, there's no kids that play. No, no kids or teenagers. It's adults only. And usually, I mean, the couple gets the money. So, I mean, like, if my husband wins it, I'm getting half of that. <laughs> you know, I'm not walking out of there empty handed. Yeah, so because if you buy gifts, you're expected to buy double gifts. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> tell the expression on my face that I think that's not fair. I know, then that's some bullshit. <laughs> yes. All right, it's your turn. Okay. Okay. What celebrity death made you the saddest in oh, recent God. years? Oh, in recent years. Yeah, or um, overall, whatever. Well, Alan Rickman, yeah. most recently, yeah. was devastating. Like, that's, for those of you who don't know, he played Snape in Harry Potter. He also played many other amazing roles. I, mean, I know, yeah. He was in um, Robin Hood. He was yeah. the, um, the bad guy in Robin Hood. That's how yeah. he titillated me as a child because he yeah. tried to rape me, Marion. And I was just like, like oh that. yeah he like forces himself on her and I remember watching that as a kid thinking like oh wow what's going to happen oh yeah I think dirty. I instantly forgot about mm-hmm. that movie because I I just it that's the Kevin Costner version right I think I watched it I think that came out when I was how how old were you I mean we're close in age so I mean I was in like I know yeah you're only a couple years older than me. Wait, how old are you? I'm 39 this year. I'm 46, so. Well, that's only a couple I know, years. but if you were a child, I was probably a teenager, so. Maybe, yeah. You probably would have been in high school then. Yeah, that's like, probably why I instantly forgot about oh, okay. it. okay. Because in high school, I was too cool for school, oh, yeah, and everything true. was so commercial, mm-hmm. and I was just so extremely into yeah. anything that was the opposite of commercial. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, you were just way cool, but he I was, know, I was not, the, not cool. Yeah, but that that version though, I love. It's, I think it's on Netflix. You can watch it still. Like you okay. need to go home and just give that a watch because it it holds up. By I might, the way. I might like that. It's so good. I and then like um, obviously he's in like Die Hard and just oh you yeah, know, yeah, he's the bad guy in that too. So Alan Rickman really fucked with me recently just because of Snape and his connection to Harry Potter and just to know that he's not in the world anymore. That was really sad. But as a as a younger person, like the the biggest celebrity death that I remember was Chris Farley. Oh, and I remember yeah. I 
sobbed yeah. the day I found out. Like, I remember my mom holding me, and she was just like, it's okay. Like, it happens, you know? I was so sad, too. Oh, my God. Because yeah. I just, I never understood, like, what manic depression was. You know, I never understood that happy people can, can die like Robin Williams, you know, mm-hmm. or like Anthony Bourdain. Like, you know, you see these people on TV, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like you you assume so many things. And there's just depression has so many faces. And I think that's one thing that I realized then when Chris Farley died. I mean, even though it was a drug overdose, it was a lot of underlying things. And I remember even my mom <clears throat> telling me, she said that was like it was the same for her with John Belushi. Mm-hmm. She said when he died, it was the, it was the same feeling for her. It was like this larger than life comedic personality that she identified with, you know, that she thought was awesome, and you mm-hmm. know, and I saw so much of myself in Chris Farley because I was this like big character all the time, and you know, had to make a scene, and mm-hmm. but you know, here I found out, oh my God, like he was, you know, human. So yep. I think I think that really like resonated with me as a kid. Yeah, that really upset me too. I think mm-hmm. I was in, I think I was in high school or college. Yeah, remember. it was probably around the same time. But my um, I remember my cousin was just he and his friends were just obsessed with him. Yeah, and they were doing that the mat. Was it Matt? Matt Foley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just doing that all the time. And I remember the day he died, I was over at my cousin's house because his older sister was my best friend. And mm-hmm. so I was, I was always over there. And I remember hearing the messages on Todd's answering machine with his yeah. friends going, oh. man, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And they're like calling oh, each so other. Sad. Like these little high school boys. And it was just, it was mm-hmm. so sweet. And it was so sad. But like they were all legitimately just devastated. Yeah. We know it's funny, like, speaking of, like, it made me think SNL, when Princess Diana died, Mm -hmm. I was watching SNL, and they cut it off Mm -hmm. to show it, and I remember we were sitting there watching it thinking, is this a joke? Yeah. Like, it was horrible when it happened, like, when they were reporting the news on her accident and stuff, Mm -hmm. and that was another one where I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that insane? Mm Hmm. Thanks for that question. You're welcome. I know it's your turn. I know. So I actually have what I'm going to call, I'm going to brand this the rapid fire. Oh, shit. There went your phone. We're going to brand it the rapid fire round. (laughs) So I have like seven things I'm going to ask you. What's your favorite? And just say the first thing that comes to mind. I didn't do one of those for you. That's okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Favorite concert? Oh. Oh, no. It has to be rapid fire. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what you're talking about? I know. No, I thought I was like I was gonna get this another way because there's no way she's gonna be able to say it quick. <sighs> oh, okay. Well, uh, definitely Neil Young. Okay. The moment where Eddie Vedder came out and sang a verse of um, you know, rockin', rockin in the free world. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so like I totally wet myself. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I was there with my boyfriend and I was just like, I, is this what's happening to you? I, I don't know. <laughs> Having a full body orgasm right now. All right, so this we'll continue with the rapid fire answers. I was trying hard. That's okay. <laughs> Favorite color? Um. <laughs> okay, the really deep, deep purple that's almost blue. Oh. I don't know what it's called, but I think I see it right there. It's like indigo. It's no, that's blue. That's navy. <laughs> okay, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Favorite food. <laughs> Egg, anything Greek, Middle Eastern. Okay. Yeah. How do you take your coffee? Black. I knew it. <laughs> Favorite dessert? Okay, ice cream. <laughs> Favorite animal? 
Manatee. <laughs> favorite scent? Cedar. All okay, right, Abby Knox. <laughs> What's your favorite book? A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> favorite movie? Sense of Sensibility. Oh. Favorite person? Person? Mm -hmm. Person that I know <laughs> in real life? I don't know that. I'm person. in my head all the time. So. <laughs> well, I have to be my husband. Aww. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's okay. It's not me. That's that's okay, guys. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that's the end of your rapid fire round. Oh. <laughs> Racing. Oh my okay. God, that was much more intense than I thought it was going to be. And I anticipated. Let me yeah. say that. I am sorry. That was... It's okay. I knew. It. I knew it. You did great. Oh, what's one place that you have traveled to before that you're dying to go back to? That I've been. I mean, it, it's always Ireland is usually my first stay because I because Eagle lives there. Mm -hmm. So any excuse to go back and see her, I mm -hmm. love. How many times have you been there? I think three times, maybe twice, two or three times. I can't, because the past couple of times I went to see her, I, I was going to other parts of Europe, and so I kind of, like, stopped to see her along the way. Mm -hmm. But my husband and I went to Madrid, not this summer, but last year, mm -hmm. and we went to Spain. We went to Madrid and Barcelona and um, Valencia, and that was incredible. I would mm -hmm. absolutely hands down go back to Spain any day of the week. I love it. Mm -hmm. There's actually a, there's a book signing in Scotland in June, and I really want to go to it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I really love to. I'd love to go to Scotland. I've never been there. Mm -hmm. So what about you? That's a good question. Where have you been that you want to go back to? I've really never been anywhere. Like right now is where I can finally see myself actually affording to go anywhere yeah or that your kids are old enough to yeah yeah mm -hmm. so yeah I wanted to travel like in college and I just didn't um yeah I just never I mean really I've only been to like Canada and Mexico which is just appalling when I think about it how I got to 46 years I've never been to Europe which is ridiculous <laughs> I've always wanted to go no but I didn't like, go for to Europe for the first time <clears> until I was like I mean I was probably like 30 God, I celebrated my birthday the first time I was in London, and I think I was like 34 or 35. Mm -hmm. okay. But, you know, I mean, I had never been, mm -hmm. you know, outside the U.S. as in I've been to Mexico and, like, the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'd never been to Europe or anything until then. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have traveled when I was younger. But, mm -hmm. you know, and, and as silly as it sounds, we didn't have the Internet, you know. So it wasn't right. like, like right. we didn't have access to, like, right. Oh, I'm just going to book a flight. No, right. like back then, that was a whole fucking ordeal. In college, I didn't have oh my God. even that no. much internet. No, I didn't. No, I didn't have it. I remember when I moved into my house, I remember I had dial-up. Uh, that was when, when I bought my first house, I had dial-up. And it was terrible. And I never used it because it was so fucking slow. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, I mean, that was so long ago, but I mean, I just, I don't feel like we had access to things like we do now that makes it so much easier to travel and mm -hmm. less expensive to travel. And, you know, because before it was like, you know, if I wanted to go, I'd have to go for weeks at a time mm -hmm. and it was tons of money. Even back then, mm -hmm. I feel like it was more expensive then than it is now mm -hmm. to get a flight to Europe. Yeah, I think so too. And I think right out of college, I was like, basically told no you need to go 
get a job. Oh yeah, and for sure. Deal immediately. Yeah, and that was like yeah. the thing, like get a job, buy a house, have a family. Mm-hmm. Like that was what you were supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, I was underpaid journalist for so many years when I was single for a while and I could have but mm-hmm. I mean I was so overworked and underpaid mm-hmm. and there was just no yeah, chance of that happening mm-hmm. so. well it's not like you could just google a place <clears throat> to go to and be like hey I'm gonna go explore this it's like looking up that Romania stuff you know I would have never ever contemplated something like that you know 10 years ago mm-hmm. you know it's like even the thought well you know probably longer than that maybe 10 years ago but 15 years ago when I was single I mean because I've been with my husband almost you know 14 years now mm-hmm. so I just think like I never would have before that when I was single and stuff I just wouldn't have had the the means or the inclination to do something like that I think now that I'm older mm-hmm. I actually appreciate stuff like that more which is yeah I think probably a better time to travel I think so too and I was pretty sheltered growing up too, and so there was always a little bit of um, like, no, why would we, why would we do that kind of mm-hmm. feeling? And now my kids are like, they'll read about China or something. Like, can you go to China? Yes. Yes. Anywhere you want to go, <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yes. I don't know when, but yes. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my kids hearing me saying no to things that will make their world. Bigger. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. Aww, I love you. Oh, I love you too. Okay, well, this has been a day with Abby Knox. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, it's been awesome. Thanks for coming over to my house and letting me record you. But also, thanks for being on the podcast next week. So be sure to tune in on Monday. To Dr. Dave, we've already told people what it's about. Do you Have want you? to say anything else about the book? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. See, I didn't hear what you guys said, so I don't know what y'all said. Oh, that's right. We're in the space time continuum. Yeah. Again. We it up. So, we've messed up the loop. We're here forever. But um, I guess just wait, and they'll hear it. So tune in on Monday yeah. and listen to Dr. Dave. Uh-huh. And that's it. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Oh, fuck your day up. Make sure you're your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye. Bye. Read me romance.